Take it, Regan. Last week, we did things that were amazing. This week, we're doing things that aren't so amazing. <laughs> Today, we're doing games that could have ruined the series personally for us. So this is just opinion-based and how we feel about these games. Not necessarily that these games are bad, but, I mean, my guess is that the majority of our audience will agree with us. Now, we're going to go through all of us today, and eventually, you know, in this series, we'll get to a point that we don't have to do intros anymore. Now, let's start off with Kyrodon. He is new in this episode, so announce yourself, boy. Hello, I'm Kyrodon, and I hate Fortnite. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey. <laughs> I am ready to throw down. But first thing I'm gonna throw down on is my first game. Okay, hold on. We gotta. We we're going through the people, Caradon. We're not. We're not going. <laughs> I made that same mistake last week. Commentator, he's pretty drunk, so he's not gonna participate in it this week. We got Dick the Woodlayer Skywalker. Go ahead, man. Whoa! <laughs> I don't, I don't know what this guy's lit on. I don't know what he's lit on, but he just did like a beer bust in Nashville. Woo! Like the woman on the buses. He's a woo girl. Clip it. Soundboard. Dick's, <laughs> Dick Skywalker's officially a woo girl. <laughs> okay, so next we got the general C Juicy Cleb King K Rule, probably a thousand other names, who King knows? K. Call me King K Rule, please. <laughs> King Juicy Someone nerf him. <laughs> he's been nerfed twice actually and he's still great. But we'll do a smash we will do a smash episode. I keep later. leveling up. <laughs> <laughs> have you checked uh, out my channel here's a plug I have new art and I have some awesome videos yeah uh, it actually it's really nice and he, he I had just a, finished he, all the artwork today so it's official oh sweet yes um well, he I'm had a really good reaction video to uh endgame spoiler free so for the people who that are working or studying for finals at the moment Anyways, I actually know a lot next... of people who haven't seen it yet, which is crazy, but yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's finals week, so you can't really... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anyways, we got last but not least, we got our director, and after he introduces himself, he's going to kick it off with his <clears throat> first game. Oh, am I director? Yes. Oh, okay. You're the guy who... Uh, <laughs> no, we were talking to the ghost in the corner of the room. Yes, oh, you. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? Um, I'm gonna just go, let's go let's jump straight into it. And my name is Jeff. My name here. Yeah. <laughs> on topic, guys. On topic. Uh, yes, on topic. Go ahead. Game. All right. So my first game I'm gonna pick. It's actually a couple games, but I'll just start with the one that started it. It's uh, gonna be controversial. It's Pokemon. And the one game in specific where it's like I started to not like things was X and Y. And it was mainly down to like one feature that eventually became another feature, and that was Mega Evolutions. I did not like Mega Evolutions at all, like when it first came out. Um, it started to become a little too much like Digimon to me, and I played the Digimon games too. 
but just like Digimon. it seemed to go against what um, the like what they said about evolution, like the whole point of like you evolve, you don't go back or whatever. And uh, it's just I'm all for all for adding more stuff to the meta, but I just didn't like it, and the fact that even most tournaments banned them alone um, kind of says something about them. So yeah. And that also evolves into uh, Z moves, and from uh, Sun and Moon, and that's pretty much it. Fair enough. Didn't I mean, ruin at the least game for they, me. It yeah, just, at uh, least they limited limited it to uh, to one game. But I mean, you didn't name the game that actually kind of ruined things re recently. But you know, yeah. go ahead with your first Kyradon. Well, the first for me was something that was near and dear to my heart, but when I saw it, I just was so sad. And it was SimCity 5, or just SimCity as EA would want you to call it, because fuck you. 5? Oh, is this the Always Online 5. one? Yes. Oh. The Always Online. Dude, SimCity 4 was my childhood, and when I saw a new SimCity, I was like, oh, hell yeah! And I saw what the game actually was, and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, like, that was, like, like, like always online. Like, like I, I saw, like, the building space that you had, you know, the, like, 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 to build your city. And you just have a square on the whole map. It's like, tiny. This is, what the fuck? I remember when you could build huge fucking metropolises over the whole fucking place space. And I also remember how fun, like, just, like, playing God was. And apparently that's, like wasn't as fun and like see like like and like playing god not in like destroying but like in creating like like raising whole mountains out of the ocean thrillville off the rails okay oh that's perfect thrillville off the rail that game where it's okay it's okay to be an employee and date your customers <laughs> i used to drop my customers in a lake And so, All right. So, yeah, but, and then my second pick, which I feel like might be. Up, up, up. Not yet, bud. Not yet. Recycling. Recycling. So recycling, like one person at a time. Like oh, okay. you do your first, then we cycle through again because obviously the second ones are always going to be stronger. Always you stronger. Cycle, oh, actually, I have do you cycle the dark side? No. Okay, I'm not gonna get too deep into that. Anyways, uh... This one is your stronger one first. Roll it again. You do the stronger one last because you save the best for last. Okay, if we're, doing, if we're doing that, um... I'll go ahead with my, uh, not-so-strong one. Send it! Alright, so... What it is, it's the Star Wars, uh, EA, EA's Battlefront series. As a as a reimagining uh, and sequel to the original uh, Lucas just Lucas films, pandemic, um, yeah, uh, just Battlefront one and two. Uh, oh my goodness, where do I start? The uh, imagine it's just they they switched out they switched out uh, they took out the story the campaign mode and put in loot boxes. So that should the, say a lot. The beta was okay. I mean, now, here's the, the thing. Beta. Here's the thing. Here's why I ruined it so much. The beta, I had, I had so, I was so hyped playing the beta, dude. I have videos on my channel, more videos of me playing the beta than the actual game. Uh, dude, I had so much fun. And then the game came out, 
and it was still the beta. Like there were, it didn't. There was no difference really. There was no campaign. The survival mode wasn't even fun, and the online there it was so limited. It it just compared to the original ones. There was there was so you couldn't just hop in vehicles. You couldn't just hop in anything from the ground and go up the. Oh space. yeah, and hop. You uh you spawn camp the coins. Oh yeah, yeah. That. There were coins. Yeah, exactly. There were also, coins, and you had to wait near the coins like, to get the vehicle. Word of word of wisdom though, like these days when people say beta, they don't actually mean beta. It's just like public demo for advertising. Early access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first one, and really, I just mean the first one. But when the second one came out. Um, I kind of consider them together because the second one was no different than the first one, except it had a campaign, which was a letdown. And the online, it, ha it was still just as limited, except it was just new stuff. Uh, they've been uh, one thing I will say though, they have been updating the game since it came out for the last like what two or three years, um, and they finally added Capital Supremacy and uh, Obi Wan, Grievous, Anakin stuff from like the originals, uh, where you could go in a vehicle and fly up into space and stuff. Uh, but it's still... Now, it's still are they balanced? How limited it is no. It's it's not balanced at all. The original but, wasn't mean, either. Yeah, but to be fair... Well, the original, original, you could... you could. Uh, there, was so, there was so much more potential that even though it was unbalanced... Kashyyyk. You could still do some crazy stuff. But in this one, it's just... If, you, if you're in a losing match, you're in a losing match. There are some, ga there, there are some games where a certain sides win. Like, in the uh, original one, depending on yeah. who you had, crazy game changers could happen. But in this one, yeah. it's kind of limited. Like, say Paulus Massa, for example, in the originals, this is just an example. Okay, Paulus Massa, you start with the Rebels having the advantage, right? But, as the Empire, if you capture Command point four and 5, you get the Circle. Therefore, then the Empire has the advantage, and the Rebels have to fight for those two points back to be able to get the opportunity to win again. Now, in, in this new one, once once one side has the advantage on depending on what map it is, it's almost impossible to win. And they're they're fixing it, but it's just it's so limited, and it just it's it's nothing like the older ones, and it just kind of ruined the Battlefront experience. Like when you think of Battlefront, you don't think of the new ones. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. <clears throat> There's a difference between Battlefront and EA Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is heading in the right direction, but, I mean, still, it's... Yeah, very, very fair. Okay, so now I'm going to go with my first one, or second one, or however you want to put it. And this one is Spyro the New Beginning. Now, okay, so this, this game followed one of the best Spyro games of all time, Spyro A Hero's Tale, which was just mind-blowing. It was ahead of its time, it had... Ice breath, fire, it had anything you would want playing as a small dragon. And the final boss, red, you're fighting, you know, a, a demonic red dragon as a little purple dragon with different breaths. And the game was difficult too, and there's a lot of collectibles, a lot of things you had to do to 100% this game. And you wanted to 100% this game. Like, it was that great. And then the new beginning came out. It gives him a new or it gives him an origin story which we never saw before, so everyone was excited for it. But when it came out, they made Spyro think he was a dragonfly. What the fuck? Just 
what? Like, and it decided to annoy oh. us with a weird art style, okay? And reboot Sparks. Sparks was almost annoying as Chip from Sonic Unleashed, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Um, just, wow. This game was just so, so garbage. And then the sequel to that, Dawn of the Dragon or whatever, wasn't much better either. And oh, I like Dawn of the Dragon. After, after those, right, they scrapped it and then followed Skylanders. And they yeah. haven't touched Spyro since recently with the Reignited Trilogy, which is surprisingly really good, but it's just the same three games as the original three, so I can't really, you know, say it's better. But a new beginning did kind of ruin the Spyro series. All right, uh, we're gonna roll back to you, Keith, and give okay, us nope. your your top. <clears throat> so, I went to the Resident Evil franchise because um, for a while there, they kind of went off their roots. So, I was gonna pick I four. Think... Um, I think with the Roots thing, 4 was a success, so I think they kind of decided to start dipping more towards what 4 did. 4 was kinda... way different than what, what the uh, originals were. Like, they, it went more action, like enemies actually dropped ammo, which was a problem. But the thing is, the first time you play through it 4, worked. first time you play through 4, it's still kind of survival horror. The first time I met the uh, Chainsaw guy, I was actually scared. And, um... So I, I still count that as survival horror, but when it went to five, now five, fun game, really fun game, um, especially with a friend, but that, but it, it lost all horror. They even tried bringing back the liquors at one part, and it, it just, um, it wasn't horror anymore, or scary. Like all of it was in bright daylight, and you're just shooting. Um, not even, it's not even really zombies anymore. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same basically enemies from four. But you have, all like a lot more advanced people. Like you have all these different types of guns and stuff, and it's. It seems like they kind of recycled some ideas from four, but tried to make it over top action. Now, after that one was off Raccoon City, was that one any better? I never got to play that one. Um, people still hate Raccoon City, Operation Raccoon City. Now okay. the thing is, what they sold Operation Raccoon City as is. I never played it, but I watched gameplay of it, and I think I would actually kind of like it, just because it's it's kind of just like, you know, Call of Duty Zombies, where you can just like shoot up uh, like all these zombies in an area, or whatever. But you um, get to walk around actual Raccoon City, which is something I always wanted to do in Resident Evil games. So, and to an extent, I can't hate on it that much, because it, it was never sold as a true Resident Evil game. I actually want to get into a debate with you about just Resident Evil in general, but that's off topic. <laughs> yeah, um, we could do that for a future episode, just, you know, keep the ideas flowing. And Keith, that was a very, very good game series to go ahead and follow up on. Next, Kyradon, please follow with your first. Well, yeah, yeah, because, like, I actually felt more strongly about uh, some city because like childhood nostalgia but this one like this one i'm still like kind of like just like scratching my head over and that is and this might be controversial but battlefield 4 Ooh, i know where he's going where, like because battlefield 4 is a good game 
but something about it just felt off to me okay and like i've been like just juggling into my mind for a while and like i guess like maybe just like bad impressions like first off was uh basically like the whole life cycle of the game because how when it when the game first came out it was actually a huge buggy mess so bad that ea's stocks tanked for a little bit <laughs> so like so then like like the theory goes that like dice got desperate just rolling out patches so that's why like the file size for anything running on their like frostbite engine is like a mess or, or something like that but like that's just a theory and like uh and then like uh also like weird like they chose to focus on things that i found strange when they were like updating the game such so as like focusing more on like balance and stuff like that and this was actually something i recently found out where like like the games like never really felt good to play and i actually found out recently that like apparently like the 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 team that they used to design uh, like the, their map design team was apparently like completely different like not even like level designers like between three and four like three they used actual level designers for their for their maps so that's why it always felt fantastic to play okay and then like but then four came in they mostly used more like artists to set up a bunch of cinematic things and then that to be honest that just wasn't really fun to play in it's cool to look well, that's at that's a good point because they did and have all the game. dynamic maps yeah but like everybody kind of like hated the dynamic the dynamic maps eventually even though like it was cool initially but then like it just got annoying you know over time you know and like 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 basically i feel like it was at that point when like uh ea and dice tried to engineer the spectacle of battlefield when like in the past like the spectacle of battlefield came naturally it was just people figuring things out you know and that's why battlefield was amazing Okay, because it was like entirely like those battlefield moments that they advertise so hard. You can't force those. Okay. Right. <laughs> so yeah, again, like and so like and that four was where I felt like they started trying to force that stuff, and it, it just felt wrong to play. Even though like eventually it did get good, but it still just felt felt kind of just off to me. So yeah. That's fair. Okay, strong. Um, I like the strong opinion. Um, I think, yeah, I think with with our generation, with four, I think we kind of we didn't like it as much because we grew up with you know the bad companies and you know Battlefield oh, two yes. and three, and we got that feeling of awesomeness. And then four, the new generation liked. EA's like, oh, they like this shit, so we're gonna keep putting this shit out. And then they put out bat, bat, they put out hardline, and that's I what I really think. Say. Yeah, I, that's when I, th that's what I think really turned around the series, and they they tried their best to redeem it with Battlefield One, but it still didn't work because they lost the majority of their audience when hardline was released. Like everyone was still playing Four when hardline was out. Like hardline was just ditched right off the bat. This is the thing, like, I heard about Hardline, is that apparently, like, there was a game made into completely independently called, like, some kind of cops and robbers thing, until, mm -hmm. like, somebody got bought up by EA, and then, like, apparently, like, it got shuffled around inside it, until, like, somebody decided, okay, we could take the concept, like, get the DICE LA and Visceral team on it, and then, like, a yeah. slap Battlefield on the side of it, and then people will buy yeah. it as Battlefield in the name. <laughs> it, had a, it had a pretty interesting story. 
But yeah, yeah, because it was written by Visceral. Visceral is like really good at writing stories. Yeah, the story was good, but I think with the story, it kind of walked you through the whole time. There was no, it was just like objective yeah, to objective. Seriously, I would have like I, I wouldn't have hated Hardline as I much. I like the multiplayer. Have the, the if it didn't have the beta. The beta was awesome with Hardline. Yeah, the beta was awesome, but when the game actually came out, it was already. Like, it was so buggy, so many things would just, you know, just go the wrong way out of nowhere, and then people would figure out the bugs, and the game just became no fun, because you had people just standing on top of the towers completely, you know, taking out spawn points, which every time you spawn, you die, and every, it just yeah. got no fun but like, I feel so like, fast. I feel like, though, like, my, my main point, the, the point that I really latch on to, though, is that... Like, uh, in a battlefield game, the most important aspect is the battlefield. So yes. when the map sucks, and you, you can feel it when the map sucks, you can tune the gunplay all you want, but when the map is not fun to play on, the battlefield is not fun to play on. Uh, felt like Titanfall. <laughs> Four felt like Titanfall. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which Titanfall? Well, good. He likes Which Titanfall? Titanfall is good. Titanfall is good because of what it has, but... Take away the mech, the mechs, and take away the wall running and everything else. What do you have? Battlefield 4. I will save this for later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, know you know what that Caleb. is? You know what that is? Apex. <laughs> Dude, Caradon can talk about Titanfall for literally hours. Okay. So okay. let's let's Game say cast. that for later and go Game ahead. Cast. Dick, <laughs> not Dick. Um, the general. Dick mine's kind of mine's probably very controversial depending on who you are. Um, I'm interested to hear what you guys think. I don't know who all has played it here though. So this game doesn't ruin the doesn't ruin the series because this I think this is one of the best series ever. Uh, but it, this this game just took a step in the completely wrong direction, and it, it ruined it for me. I was so upset, dude. So my my number one is Batman Arkham Knight. Whoa! And that's because that's because let me explain this. It's very simple. Very simple. The first and second one absolutely amazing. It went from good to a perfect and then this one was hyped up to be even better and in the hyping up they said that oh hey it's called arkham knight because there's a new original villain oh. and it's not it's not anyone else that you've ever seen before said uh who made it rocksteady yeah yeah well it turned out that arkham knight was just jason todd that bothered me so much. Because they could have introduced the Bat family into this game. Because they started to in Arkham City, and it was so cool. And in this game, they could have introduced even more of the Bat family. They could have introduced Red Hood. They didn't need to make an Arkham Knight. And the reason I brought this up is because recently, like right now in the comics, uh, last week, they came out uh, Detective Comics issue 1002, and... This, this run right now introduces the Arkham Knight into the comic books, 
and it's not Jason Todd, and he's actually like uh, someone be. that is really hard for Batman and, uh, to take down. Like he just captured uh, Damian Wayne in this issue, last issue, and he's he's interesting and tough, but you you don't know who he is, and it's not Jason Todd. Uh, so it's having good a good story with the Arkham Knight is something that they could have done when they took the cheap way out, and that that's my story problem. Now the gameplay problem was a lot of the time was spent in the your Batmobile, car. the Batmobile man. Which it was cool to finally be in the Batmobile, but the way they presented it was yeah you can go at this person 120 miles an hour, they just get a concussion if you hit them head on head on <laughs> collision. What? Oh, yeah, and you got a full-blown uh, machine gun on your... What, Batman is using machine guns now? Oh, they're, they're beans, so it just knocks them out. Rubber bullets. Rubber bullets, what? Yeah, rubber bullets are a real thing. Well, he did... You... Batman did use rubber bullets in um, the Dark Knight Returns comic series. Which is, is true, but... And I'm like, okay, that's fine, I can see that. But the amount of... Just the amount of times that you can run over someone... Or the amount of times you can shoot somebody. It right. just doesn't feel like Batman. Especially it doesn't feel like what a sequel should be coming out of Arkham City. Uh, now the world was bigger. Uh, it was designed better. The world was bigger. It was designed better. Mm. But it felt like it was specifically tailored to a Batmobile. When it that shouldn't have been the focus. Yeah. The DLCs turned out pretty well, though. I'm not going to oh lie goodness. about that. The DLCs were amazing. Yeah, when it was a self-contained story and wasn't an open-world, uh, um, twisted metal, weird twisted metal game, then yeah. <laughs> um, I do so like that, that they just... started making, like, a larger Gotham City for you to swing around in a little bit. Yeah, like, it was, the design, it wasn't just, like, horizontal, it wasn't just landscape, like, it was increased. Like, the verticality of it was insane uh, especially the one section of Gotham like the one island out of the three islands it was like you, you could climb so high and there was just so much uh, complexity to the buildings and it felt it, you know it felt like what Gotham should feel like but that whole island also was was there was like tunnels in it for the Batmobile and like all the Batmobile missions took place on that place it was just annoying but going from point A to point B is fine but when you turn your car into a tank and you're supposed to be like guarding things and stuff it just doesn't feel like Batman anymore So that coming out of like the, the two coolest Batman games ever, and just something that introduced those that stealth aspect into just into it, kind of just took away. Arkham Knight took away a lot from it when they added that mechanic into it. Plus the story, I mean, it just was nothing special, anyways. The coolest part was the Joker, which was like like the side plot. Oh, like the uh, it's like all in his mind. Yeah, Joker's he killed. Well, Joker died, uh, killed himself, but he's still alive in Batman's mind because Batman is slowly turning into the Joker, which is cool. That's something they're exploring in the comics right now with the Batman who laughs in his issue. He infected Batman. Now Batman's turning into the Joker. So that's so cool. But it was overshadowed by the lame Arkham Knight and Deathstroke. In Deathstroke, you couldn't even fight. You had to fight his tank, which I don't want to get into that. But <laughs> like Ar Arkham Origins. Uh, arguably, out of all the Arkham games, the coolest boss was Deathstroke in Arkham Origins. And in Arkham Knight, he was there, but you only fought his tank. You never fought him. And Arkham Origins wasn't even a really good Arkham game. Yeah, I mean, Arkham Origins, I would argue, is just as good as Knight. From story and gameplay perspective, That's interesting. not from design. But, yeah. 
So that's my number one. All right, guys. Yeah, you guys, you guys know where I'm going with this. My uh, my number one letdown in you know gaming history is a uh, 007 Quantum of Solace. Now, what many system? game series, all of them, like it just this game in general, like many game series adopted by EA or Activision tend to either become a new or just a completely tank. And 007 was a game series known for its wacky FPS split-screen multiplayer or its unique campaign. Well, Activision decided to make a campaign that uh, included both 007 Casino Royale and Quantum Solace film storylines. Uh... Now, my initial, my initial impression of the game was okay. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I'm starting off at Mr. White's Mansion. You learn to switch between third-person cover and first-person view, which was, it was all right. But as you progress through the game, it gets so repetitive and becomes extremely easy. The multiplayer was absolutely garbage. It was terrible. Play the following... Wii version. <laughs> it only allowed okay. four people online. Total. Four what? people. <sighs> and try okay, so aiming my... your guns to Wiimote. <laughs> <laughs> third person. Okay, third person was probably better on the Wii version. Anyways, so following this ship pile was GoldenEye Wii, which it wasn't that bad. It was a fun bar party game if you had some butts come over, you know. And then following that was Bloodstone. It was uh, it was a third party company that made this, and it was it was fantastic to be honest. And last but not least, here's what just ended the the current 007 games, you know, that we could look forward to coming out every other year or so. So GoldenEye Reloaded and Legends was a duo that was so garbage that nobody dares to speak of them. You can't even buy them on app stores anymore. It's just they they Damn. just know how bad they know how bad it is. Plus Activision lost the license straight after Legends. That's how it's just So he, like you hear this and you're like, okay, so this is just a mix of bad and good games all within a five year span. And now here's what was before Quantum of Solace, right? We had Agent Under Fire starring Pierce Bronston. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Tomorrow never dies, and, man. <laughs> um, you had Nightfire, which literally the split screen was probably the most fun party shooting game for the Nintendo GameCube, arguably. Now, what started this whole 007 gaming like you would never expect okay 007 right agent game you know oh hitman's out there you know it's it's not very unique what started this genre was 007 golden eye 64 and did you just it, compare hitman to 007 okay a lot of people do online but i'm not gonna go They're into that nothing right alike. Now. i'm aware but like people say the game not the characters the games Golden Eye 64 was like one of the first big successful first-person shooters, right? I'm going into that, yeah. Um, so to start all this off, like this amazing genre of games was 007 Golden Eye 64, which still like. Where'd he go? Oh shit! 
I'll fill in. Which still was an awesome game, but okay, take it away. <laughs> uh, for some re <laughs> for some reason, I kind of I kind of fell out. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna have to all guys eventually. Uh, I have to stop you from divulging the truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you can't handle the truth. No. Okay. So what games still can do today? What Double O Seven Golden I did. Play that. Okay. So in this multiplayer split screen. Okay. You were able to interact with so much. The doors, you could break the glass, you could hide in the toilet with a rocket launcher waiting for someone to open the stall door so you can completely kill yourself and them at the same time. You could just go into the hallway that, you oh, know, you is just by itself out, outside, and you could just stand there with the golden gun and wait for everybody to come out the slide door. And then you just kill everybody. Like, there's so much you can interact with in 007 GoldenEye 64. And what shooters today don't do, they don't let you interact playing multiplayer. Like, you can't, you can't do all of, do all of that. You can't hide in a door or you can't hide. It's, it's literally, what COD does is, you know, player versus team versus team. You know, that's so their thing, right? That. Yeah, I, I mean, but it's, it's not the same. It's, it's not. And... What Activision did not realize when they got this game series is what made 007 games amazing. And Activision completely shit on all of that. And that is my number one. I bet Riggin played Odd Job. You can't handle that hat of doom. Sure. Which was equivalent to the golden gun, by the way. The hat was... It was a one-hit kill. And after you killed somebody with it, you could pick it back up. I'm more referring to the fact you can't hit the damn guy. <laughs> I mean... You can, you can hit Jaws. The, the one guy who plays his Jaws and everyone's just firing at him at the same time. But anyways, yeah. This is, uh... It, it was probably my biggest disappointment because even the films i love the devil of seven films with a passion but this game just it just Kwame's it has me yes this it, but like that was one game though so but what ironically loaded ironically Kwame's solace was kind of a crappy james bond film Yes, but they used the storyline from Casino Royale in there as well. It I had think they potential. had to do that to make it good. I think that there was a lack of budget for like 007 that year or something. <laughs> I completely agree. I, I thought, um, I mean, 007, it just started out with, uh, on the 64, just an amazing series. And it's just, compared to the other ones, it just didn't live up. Yeah. Now, okay, we're all going to do some honorable mentions. We're at 35 minutes, so are you sure you want to do this? It's just going to be quick. Like, we're just going to say the titles. We're not going to say why. All right, honorable mentions and then outro. So I'll start yeah. with mine. My honorable mention was Assassin's Creed Unity. Understandable. Yeah. Mine is 
Pokemon, let's go. Uh, agreed. Uh, well, I can't think of one. <laughs> uh, keep thinking, keep thinking. Um, uh, I think Mass my... Effect Three. I, I didn't play that game, but I heard everybody hated it for the ending. But <laughs> uh, so I didn't play it, but I watched my friend play it, so I know why. Uh, I think okay. my honorable mention, though, is um, Need for Speed: The Run. Oh, I. What? I forgot about Need for Speed. Hot Pursuit 2. EA, guys. The original the original Hot Pursuit 2 was fantastic. Most wanted was my shit. Last good one was Carbon, in my opinion. Alright, everybody. This is the end to episode 2. Brought to you by Electronic Arts. Guess what? EA Sports. Hey, sports. We mess up everything. <laughs> EA Sports. It's, it's not in the game. If you pay for it. EA Sports. Don't buy our games. Remember EA Games? EA Games. EA Don't not in challenge. the games. you pay a microtransaction. No. Wait, wait. I got this. I got this. EA Games. Challenge the buyer. <laughs> <laughs> games. We play games with your wallet. <laughs> really, you're the ones getting played. Alright, thank you for watching, everyone. Yes, thank you. Tune in to episode 3 next week.